Okay, so I've just started watching Steven Universe and felt like I wanted to cl- just ruin this song for any... Not ruin it, maybe improve it. Mm-hmm. I think it's an improvement sure. for anybody that watches the show. I was did that thing where you're walking around and just accidentally rewrite a song in your head mm-hmm. and then it's stuck. Because it's so super simple. It's 22 seconds, right? Mm-hmm. And so instead of the theme song you heard in my head, it's like we... Are the fisting friends? We'll fist you till the end. And if you say we can, you know we'll find a way. That's why the people of this world fear <laughs> Garnet, Amethyst, and Pearl, and Steven. Uh huh. Just gonna toss that out there. It would probably be funnier to me if I knew what these little people look like. I assume they look like children. <laughs> no, no, no. Only Steven looks oh, childlike. Child. Okay. The other. I mean, yeah. Women. Only Steven really looks childlike. Oh, okay. So the other are also like thousands of years old. You know, kind of ageless beings. Don't worry. It's yeah. not pedophile fisting. <laughs> Just because they're fisting, fisting people with this kid mm-hmm. does not make them pedophiles. <laughs> no. This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. We're your host. I'm Austin Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch. And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old androgynous boy lesbian. And we're bringing you the only queer podcast that isn't super gay. Gender Fluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. If you want to follow us on Instagram, we're at Gender Fluids Podcast. On Twitter, we're at Gender Fluids Pod. Our email is genderfluidspod at gmail.com. On FetLife, we're just Gender Fluids. And you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash genderfluids enjoyed the episode y'all you haven't had to hear us fisting lately have you no that's the thing <laughs> been mostly I, having sex after you go to work i think i know y'all i've been noticed i have heard you way less than usual well we've been hanging out at her place a little more and then we've also been like waking up after the time you go to work and then we'll have sex yeah. then mostly so so you're doing lots trying to of, be reasonable doing lots of fisting now <laughs> like more so than usual Usual. I mean, it's just, you know, well, I'm just it, saying it like last time we like talked about it, talked about it. You just started just doing started. it. Yeah. Well, it's just a regular thing now. It's yeah. just like a pretty quotidian <laughs> <laughs> experience, which, yeah. I don't great. know what the equivalent is, but like once you go fist and you don't stop yeah. fist. Like, yeah. Once you're in, you're in. Once you're in, you're in. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> we don't always fist, but we usually do. And well, because it just feels so good. And why would you not at this point? And it's like. You like the feeling of your fist being in it? Yeah, no. I do. Yeah. I didn't when I was with my first ex-wife because I wasn't into her, but I do with the girl because I'm into her. So, you, Are you getting like different sensations at different part of your hands? Like, oh, I love the feeling of like her pussy wall and like the crux between my thumb yeah. and my pointer finger or like, you yeah, know. Yeah, sometimes I'm in there in different ways too. So it'll be different. Uh, like my hand is kind of in a different shape different times. Yeah. Um, And yeah. And, and then just the way that her 
pussy's reacting and the on my wrist. You know, yeah. There's have some, you got to like a? Have you tried to make like a full fist? Oh, I made a yeah, I made a fist. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! You've like, like I, yeah. fucking kung fu punching through this bitch uh-huh. fisted. <laughs> I mean, it'll go in that way. Well, yeah, exactly, but once but you're inside, you know, yeah, you, you can kind of. Yeah. It's like what's the story of like you know Paul Bunyan like competed against that like drilling machine like there's Paul <laughs> but you're the drilling machine on the other train uh-huh. trying to beat your way through a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her friends listen to this. <laughs> Just punching through. <laughs> no, but it's the thing is, it's very intimate. It's very intimate and connected feeling. Okay. <laughs> but also, um, you know, it's like I've said this on stage before, but it's like, yeah, this my hand is like it's pretty small. I have a pretty small, you know, it's pretty small for a wrist, but it's pretty big for a dick, you know, but it's like, <laughs> so it is, yeah, so I, I kind of feel like, oh yeah, you know, you know, she likes someone with like a big dick. <laughs> you know, I got, I got a dick for it, you know? That's hot. And the, yeah. So. Oh, it's, you sometimes when someone like, if you shake their hand and they're like, oh, you have a really good handshake. It's like, actually, I prefer if you refer to it as my dick. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is my dick. Yeah. Like, I, I can identify. call genitals what we want. Exactly. I, these my hands hand are my is my dick. So please refer to these as my dicks. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I was, I, jo- I remember joking like drunkenly with some friends about how like that's how conservative people see us as being like, I identify as having dicks on my elbows. And so they tape two el- dildos their elbows and you can't discriminate against them and then blah, blah, blah. You know, but it's like, oh, that's that is true. Yeah, these that's these are my dicks. Kind of what you're about to start doing. Yeah, I'm gonna start. Yeah, guys, these are my dicks. Please don't refer. And don't your managers start being really supportive at work. But like Ariel, be sure to wash your dicks, dicks before you yeah. go back to work. <laughs> put some gloves on those dicks here. <laughs> don't yeah. Don't forget to put a glove over your. Oh, dick. I cut my dick. <laughs> Chopping pineapple. <laughs> What's wrong? Oh man, uh, dude, yeah, I just got a blister dick. all over my dick. <laughs> Mm. Oh shit! Anybody have Do any dick hey, lotion? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you so would I call it hand lotion, but dick for me, sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start dick. crossing off the word "hand" on all those products. You're just writing "dick" around this apartment. It's offensive to me. Okay, yeah, actually, kind of. You're kind of dead naming them when you call them hands. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't donate uh, my dicks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. If lover boy, you know, he identified as like alternately his his anatomy as his dick or his dildos as his dicks, and, yeah. and calling them dildos is like dead naming him to him. You know, so I'm like, well, fair enough, man. I feel like, and I do feel like, there's a whole mirror neuron situation and everything, and it, you know, this empathy that you get into, and and just whatever, where like. It feels like your dick, like my dick. Yeah. Yeah. Also on a, just a philosophical level, you could argue that like, since, you know, the way we talk about medicine in this country in a lot of places is like a purely Western construct and that there are other ways to conceive of medicine and of the body Mm -hmm. that reviewing your hands is as, as hands is as much a construct as viewing yourself as a woman is a construct like a gender, right? Totally. Like, so why not just break out of that one as well? There you go. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so these are my dicks. <laughs> That's official. I <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. love it. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> well, it's like, and then you figure out, because the angle can be, it's funny when you're trying to get water when you're on the couch <laughs> fisting someone and then you only have one arm. You have to like move their whole them. body over. Yeah, yeah, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, I guess you've never had, I see, I, I'm 
familiar with that experience, not with my fist inside somebody, mm-hmm. but like with my dick inside someone. Like, yeah, exactly. you're trying to like rotate around mm-hmm. or just, ooh, let's roll over. But I'm not yeah, going to take myself out. out of you. So, uh-huh. yeah. It's yeah, also it's a kind more of casual fun and, to take your fingers yeah, out. Yeah, it's kind of a fun pause of like you're like uh-huh. pausing inside them and you're kind of both there together, <laughs> but still, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Not that I've never done that with like a few fingers inside someone kind of, but it's it's just more with your fist and it's more of a thing to get a dick or a fist in somewhat, you know, it's just more of an entrance. Mm-hmm. So there's more, more <laughs> of a, like, let's not leave once I'm in here. Like, Why well, we got a good thing going. Yeah. Right now. Why don't we ride this out? Just long. Let's see if there's another <laughs> round or eight, you know? And so, yeah, they really are like, <laughs> that's it. That's how I'm going to conceive of it. And then I, I was like able to come like on, on top of her, well, like with my fist inside of her, then I was able to come and it's like, that's a nice, how'd you do that? Well, just my, you know, grinding. With your other hand? No, just grinding onto her. I always come. So you're like sitting on her, like in between her legs, kind of with your fist inside my her? My fist is in there, but I'm just like a little bit lower than I would normally be if I was... Like you know, on her, like not, just above well, the knee thigh? Her. Yeah, I always, I'm like, I almost always use her thigh. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah but just a little like lower on her thigh. Yeah, basically. Okay, I fucking, okay, I see what you're saying now. Okay. She's okay. a little taller than me, so that probably helps. You know, I don't know. I'm, like, you, I'm just You might not be, fl- no, that might not work. from the side or something. I was hmm? thinking, like, what if you could, like, fist her and then, like, fuck your elbow? Like, that would be a good solid oh, source. Kind of and, like, push in, that way you're kind of almost fucking into her, but yeah. stimulating. But I think that might be hard, kind of bendy yeah, wise. That's kind of hard, bendy wise. What I was wondering the other day is if I'm going to be, a, wonder, like, so if from behind, um, it's like, it's always tighter, you know? So I'm not sure. I was wondering if I would be able to, like, get my, keep my fist inside of her if I flip her onto her stomach um, without, like, just flipping my whole. Self over, like I don't know if I can really stay in there if I rotate my wrist around because I was hoping um, to be able to like do stuff to her butt while still fisting her, but still working on the physics of all that. I mean, I think just you know, like you started fisting, just like you know, take just try to have an experimenting time where you're yeah. like, let's start and just see how this goes and we're just having fun and it feels good but this isn't like we're fucking and fisting I'm gonna get in that asshole right. yeah let's just see we're having a good time yeah, together yeah let's see if I can keep it because you have to keep in the mood in order to keep inside because you really don't like yeah, fisting I mean I talk about this casually there's very little casual about fisting <laughs> yeah <laughs> at the end yeah. of the day yeah exactly so you know <laughs> I try to be. Although I say that, but I'm sure there's somebody out there that's just a casual fister. If you, I guess if you were like loose enough, you could it could be a little more casual. But it really does. There's like a whole psychological dynamics and stuff that you have to like yeah. be keyed into in order to get in there and like um, and and then in order for her to not want you to get out immediately, like she's mm-hmm. got to be in a place. And so it's not a casual thing. It's just that like our sex life is just. Just, so good. <laughs> we're just not turning it off. I don't know what's going on. You know, most podcasts you hear people <laughs> complaining about their sex life. Oh, just bra- oh, only bragging and happy just feel- for, vibes not, here. Just, you know, um, rejoicing. Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm reveling in the. I'm, I'm grateful. You know, I'm not not bragging. <laughs> just saying like, wow, I've had like some some challenges in my sex life, uh, my whole life. And I'm like really finally figuring some stuff out and it feels great and amazing. And I'm just so happy for it, you know? Yeah. 
it's not you know i'm, I'm glad like, for you though it's not like i'm like oh i've always just been awesome fucking. in bed and it's so easy and i'm getting all the puss it's like no i've struggled with fucking like really challenging sexual difficulties and 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 confusion and anxiety for my whole life and now I finally have a partner and i'm like no oh. Yeah. I mean, I think that might be news to new listeners, but I think mm-hmm. anybody that's like listened to totally. this from the beginning, like <laughs> has heard a very, I mean, a very distinct a like, shift. Uh, like, yeah. A huge shift in journey of like where you started and what you were like, totally. like, yeah, you're a different person sexually now than you yeah. were a year and a half ago. Yeah. So how old is she? 98, <laughs> 74, at Anywho. least 82. I don't know how, but I, okay. honestly, this clip is from the Dan Wooten, Wooten interview, mm-hmm. W-O-O-T-T-O-N. And it's of Dolly Parton talking about, uh, really herself. And then at the beginning she mentions bisexual. Bi- fuck. I'm so high. Pansexual, bisexual, Pansexual, non-binary people. Mm-hmm particularly in relationship to like her goddaughter. Miley Cyrus. Yeah. And people have been losing their goddamn minds over this and like calling, (laughs) saying Dolly Parton is like shaming non-bisexual or or non-binary people. And it's just like slamming. They kept every, every article is headlined. Dolly Parton slams non-binary and pansexual people. And it's like, so listen is that to, a slam? Yeah, listen to this, and Lord. then we'll come back, and we'll all see, and by we all, I mean Ariel and I will see <laughs> <laughs> what we think about this. Because here's the thing. Well, yeah, listen to it. One thing that has been very exciting to come with this new wave of sort of sexual pop is the way that people are talking about sexuality now. You're... Uh, goddaughter Miley Cyrus being one of them. She's spoken out about being pansexual. A lot of people talk about being bisexual. Now, it feels like there's more fluidity around the idea of sexuality and not having to put yourself in a box, which is a big change uh, from when you were coming mm-hmm. through. It is. And, uh, you know, for me, I'm still an old-timer. You know, I still, you know, have a lot of, of you know, things that I, I don't want to do mm-hmm. or whatever. But like I say, I don't want to criticize or judge anybody. Sometimes I think it's just become fashionable mm. to speak out like that. I think some of them even say more than who they really are. Mm. I think they just want to be part of that mm. whole movement to make people think that they're so, mm. you know, so free and all that. But I don't really know how they feel inside. I know how I feel inside. But I think everybody's just trying to find their way, especially a lot of these young people, and they will, just like Miley. Molly's so talented. Yeah. She's my little goddaughter. But Molly, she does a lot of stuff for effect, and I think a lot of them do. Yeah. You do things for attention. You just whatever's going to draw attention to me. And then if you've got the goods, that's what I always did with myself, too. I mean, if I could get the attention, I could say, mm-hmm. well, while you're, while you're at it, <laughs> I've mm-hmm. got these songs. I've got this idea. I've got this and that. So I think a lot of it is just for the the shock factor. Although it is interesting, isn't it? Big, successful female celebrities through the years, if I look at yourself and look at Oprah Winfrey, you have been dogged by rumours about sexuality and, and oh. people saying you're in relationships with with your your best friend, Judy, who you, who you mentioned before. So so there has been an obsession about it, hasn't well, there? Well, people love to talk. People love to gossip. My best friend, Judy, and I have been best friends uh, for 60 
three, six, mm. four years since we were little kids. And we went, we knew each other. Our parents knew each other. We grew up together. We were like sisters, came best friends. She was very quiet. I was very outgoing. So we made the perfect yeah. friends. So we went all through school together, all through high school, took the same classes, went to Nashville. She went to the uh, Army when we graduated because she needed the insurance yeah. and she needed to help her family, and I was trying to make it. As soon as she got out, well, she came to Nashville. We've been together ever since. And so people say that because, yeah. you know, you, you can't really have a great relationship with a woman unless they say, and you're right, they've said that about Oprah, but it's not true. Mm. I'm not gay, but I have so many gay friends, mm. and I accept everybody for well, you're a gay icon. who they are. Yeah, well, yeah, and I don't mind that. I love that. I mean, I've always said if I hadn't been a... a you know, girl, I'd been drag queen because I love all the <laughs> flamboyant stuff and all that I do. But uh, people love to talk. But sometimes that's your best publicity. I don't care what they say yeah. as long as they don't hurt other people I love. At no point in time. So the first place that published this article was uh, The Sun, mm-hmm. right? Now, what is The Sun? <laughs> the is Sun a reputable? Is, uh, it's a reputable... It's a new UK news company. It's just like a... Publishable. I don't know how reputable it is. It okay. doesn't look very reputable by the number of pop-ups and like clickbait ads yeah. on the okay. side. But so they they were first. Yeah, but that's like kind of where a lot of people have been quoting from. It's like an article according to the Sun. Blah 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 blah. So their soundbite was <clears throat> the way they quote her is they say she tells in the new episode of the Dan Wooten interview podcast quote For me, I'm still an old timer. Sometimes I think it's just become kind of fashionable to speak out like that. I think some of them even say more than they think who they really are. The quote continues, I think they just want to be a part of some, a part of that whole movement to make people think that they're free and all that. But I don't really know how they feel inside. I know how I feel inside. She adds, quote, Miley, she does a lot of that stuff for effect. And I think a lot of them do. And then that's the end of it. Yeah, like that is the most ellipses to like. Like it's like the and it's the most like just, decontextualized quote mm-hmm. from like all of her like look. I don't know how other people are thinking, but I know how I'm feeling. I don't know what other people are doing, but like I know what Miley's kind of like shtick mm-hmm. is, and like she's like very nicely saying like Miley's gonna do what Miley can do to get more money Attention. and more listeners, just like and fucking cashing in on the goddamn gender game right. and like the whole like I'm a not something like yeah. yeah that's what Miley's doing, and I think she's also very kindly pointing out a real thing that some like, people are leaning in a little bit yeah a little more because they're feel a lot of like you know bourgeois white people are feeling a little left out mm-hmm. and like trying to lean into the well I'm a identity too appropriating queer stuff sure. uh huh and yeah. so. Yeah, it's a fair enough point, you know. Because all she, and she's not, and, and what she's pointing out is a it's true a fair thing. Feeling these anyway. these people doing this, these people like identifying as non-binary. I'm not saying I'm in no way, shape, or form. We have saying, lots of non-binary yeah, friends. Oh, the person I I'm am like, non-binary. like, yeah, the person I'm like, like just like all about with, uh-huh. yeah, just my like partner, my like, yeah, mm-hmm. I, we're all about all the non-binary people yeah. in this household, but but it's like there's also a thing where like you know what. I've said in my past I was bisexual and that I was gay and like given I was searching for like a, the term I actually was mm-hmm. but like you do as a teenager fall into different like I don't want to call being non-binary a fad but it's a new kind of cultural movement mm-hmm. and it's a place where you can find refuge and you can feel right. like you're part of the movement part of the resistance and part of you know yeah. this thing that's rebelling against like the kind of status quo and the truth is everyone is kind of non-binary so yeah. fair enough yeah 
<laughs> you know? Yeah, so we don't have to resent people for it, but there's a little bit of it. And we're all a little attention-seeking, especially in today's day and age. Like, it's just not that crazy of an indictment. But what happens is then now immediately there are 12 articles from different quote-unquote news sources, this garbage, where they're just the article is headlined, Dolly Parton slams non-binary people, and everyone is quoting these out of contact. You can't hear the tone in her voice. Yeah. And now all these gay people are telling each other on Twitter or wherever. And then so, well, let's tell them what happened well, with us. Well, I was just also going to say, not only that, but like they don't include the part where she she's asked a question she's clearly not really prepared for Mm -hmm. and she starts the whole thing with like like they say that you know i'm old but like you don't get the sentiment of kind of how she's saying it where it's like in dolly speak and what she seems to be saying here right it's like look i'm fixing to fuck this up probably she's like like, i know that here's what i'm thinking here's what Mm -hmm. i'm feeling and she tries to be as kind and endearing and delicate as possible. Right. But when you put that just in a fucking quotation, like two quotation marks, you can't get that sentiment. And yeah, and now you have queer people being like, well, Dolly, yeah, but Dolly, so because the way this came to our attention is I posted like this quote of Dolly uh, being interviewed by Diane Sawyer. Just a gif, right? No, it was oh, a full not- video because okay. she gives this amazing, amazing, like little like speech about like her uh about her how she wears the wigs and the makeup and the jackets right like she's mm-hmm. i've heard interview her interviewed where she says like even if i go out to my front lawn to get the paper mm-hmm. i put on my wig i put on my stuff because mm-hmm. like i have fans driving by and mm-hmm. like the person they want to see is them and like mm-hmm. why should i show them Sweat like that's pants, who, yeah. yeah that's who they need to see right and it's like that is a very like that's real tight. side yeah and so there was a quote of Diane Sawyer asking her that in the early seventies that I posted it kind of in relationship to us because she's talking about how she does all this stuff kind of for a shock value to get people's attention. Mm -hmm. But then unfortunately a lot of people don't look past that to see like the substance within it. Mm -hmm. Kind of how it's like, we say a lot of fucked up stuff here Mm -hmm. and it's like, that's fun. But it's like, that's not really the meat of like Mm -hmm. this podcast. Mm -hmm. That's the fun stuff that like we Mm -hmm. get to sprinkle on top of the sincerity. Right. You know? And so this person commented on it. And they were like, yeah, Dolly was cool until she, like, uh, said non-binary people weren't real and shit-talked her own daughter, like, live. And I was just like, I didn't even know what had happened at that point, right? And my first instinct was like... Because nothing had happened, by the way. (laughs) So, of course, we didn't know about it. Little did I know, I was right. plugged into the (laughs) nonsense news stuff that some people are subscribed to, I guess. Uh, And so... um, Consider the news that you guys are taking in. Oh, Lord. for two seconds. Or like, g- did this person go listen like to... like the sun.com people. Like, what the fuck is the sun? You know, check your sources, people. Um, oh, I didn't see that this kind of went off somewhere else. Oh, you commented Plus, on it. Plus, I quickly Googled... Oh, well, let me... Oh, yeah. So so I said, to what this person said was, Dolly was cool till she said people with non-binary genders are making it up for attention and bashed mindly her own goddaughter live. <laughs> I responded... Lol, I think Dolly is still cool. She'd have to do and say way worse shit for me not to think she is wonderful. Also, Dolly is so fucking old. Old people believe dumb shit. I'm not about to stop loving all these old ass icons for being out of touch with social politics or saying something I don't agree with. Chances are I don't really agree with most of the old famous people whose works I enjoy. Yeah, like she didn't even molest any kids, you know? It's like, fuck it. And then this person responds, Austin Smart, that's you. 
I don't support who I don't support people who feel comfortable bashing whole groups of marginalized people live that include family members of theirs. Oh my god! And so bashing okay, marginalized. Okay, people. right. But so this is like the type of rhetoric that has been pushed out, right, mm-hmm. by like different like click. And I am not saying all queer media is like pushing this type of agenda. There is a there is a lot news. of very like well written, thoughtful, nuanced like yeah. queer journalism and like let's not writing take away from on. that stuff. You know, this fucking garbage. Right. It just it irresponsible. Just, Lowers the fucking bar for everything else, and it's like, and then you have you have the look. The right has dumb motherfuckers that watch Fox News, and the left has Mm. dumb motherfuckers that read articles like like this this. on Twitter. You fucking idiots! Yeah, and then now where are we at? Dolly Parton's having to fight a battle she should never have had to fight before. And Dolly Parton's done so much for us for trans people, especially. (laughs) She like wrote the songs for trans America and shit, and like fuck you. She's always been an ally to gay and trans people as much as see for like like the for, p- people who are like in, in poverty just like people she who seems are, to be yeah. a genuinely good-hearted person who always tries to do the right thing good and Lord. also if you were a fan of dolly parton's and you abandon her so like easily go fuck oh. yourself <laughs> yeah fuck you like you're leaving dolly after all dolly has done <laughs> for you you're telling me dolly's never gotten through you you through a time <laughs> or like made you feel a thing mm-hmm. and you're gonna read one shittily written article and abandon <laughs> no, her you read the headline you fucking read the headline. Yeah. Because anyone who like looks into this for more than 30 seconds would recognize it for what it was. But no, people are reading the headline, maybe that quote for half a second and taking that out of context quote that you can't hear the tone. Like that, the first article, the, the headline is like, she says she's not gay and the bi- and non-binary people suck or whatever. Yeah, but, but not the not gay part. It's like she was just, she, she's then, just not gay. She was just very politely explaining that this is her friend and people have said these rumors and it's fine with like, her. She thing, just not happened to be gay. Yeah, when you Google Dolly Parton non-binary, the first article that pops up is LGBTQ Nation. And that says Dolly Parton just slammed non-binary yeah. and pansexual Fuck you, people. LGBTQ Nation. Let me be the first to say it. I don't know what else you do, but whoever's writing this garbage. Then the second one, out.com. Dolly Parton says non-binary identities are, quote, fashionable. Well, they are fashionable. I know that you say that one, you say that like it's a bad thing, right? But two, it's like yeah, just She's because pointing out uh, just some because something's fashionable season. doesn't mean it isn't legitimate, right? Exactly. She's just, and it's like you're. That's your own denigrating view of fashionability right. and fads. Right. You're seeing that as negative, and you know, yeah, she's expressing some like. I think a mild, I just used um, denigrating wrong also, but she, I, I think it was fine. <laughs> but she maybe she had a slight like eye roll or kind of like shrug about about non-binary identities. Like that's the worst you can accuse a 78 year old or whatever she is. Again, I don't know, woman. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. Anywho, fuck you if you don't like Dolly Parton too. Like if you just aren't, even this, if you just even, don't if like if her music, you didn't like her before. That's right. fine, but still go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like you're just wrong. Yeah, anyone in general. <laughs> for what? Yeah. I would also, I would just like to, just to really drive home the point of fuck this person. I guess I can't say their name, but you know. So I just want, I just want to put out there what this video was that this person like couldn't even see past how, how an like innocuous like whatever infraction on the queer community's rules she might have had let's even if we agree that she had one how tiny it Mm -hmm. was couldn't see past that just to like like this like video that was posted like an only positivity without saying some shit yeah okay yeah 
and this is the short little clip. It's a minute, 20 seconds. And I'm sorry. Felt it's the need long. to let us know Dolly Parton was yeah. on the out list. God, fuck that person. Okay, here we go. You don't have to look like this. You're very beautiful. You don't have to wear the blonde wigs. You don't have to wear the extreme clothes, right? No, it's a, it's certainly a choice. I don't t- like to be like everybody else. I've often made this statement that I would never stoop so low as to be fashionable. That's the easiest thing in the world to do. So I just decided that I would do something that would at least get the attention. Once they got past the shock of the ridiculous way I looked and all that, then they would see there was a part of me to be appreciated. I'm very real where it counts, and that's inside, and as far as the, my outlook on life and the way I care about people and the way I care about myself and the things that I care about. But I just chose to do this, and it's uh, show business is a money-making joke, and I just always like telling jokes. You know? But do you ever feel that you're a joke, that people make fun of you? Oh, I know they make fun of me. But actually, all these years, the people, you know, have has thought the joke was on me, but it's actually been on the public. I know exactly what I'm doing, and I can change it at any time. Or I make more jokes about myself than, than anybody. Because I enjoy, I know, like I say, I am sure of myself as a person. I'm sure of my talent. And to me, and I'm sure of, of my love and for life and that sort of thing, I'm very content. I like the kind of person that I am. So I can afford to piddle around and do diddle around with makeups and clothes and stuff because I am secure with uh, myself. Oh, my God. What a fucking badass. Right? Just like, what? what How do like, you not love her and just here's for that? Thing, right? And here's the thing. Some of what she's saying actually supports, like, the existence and, like, the legitimacy right. behind non-binary people. I'm so comfortable with myself. I can explore it. But, like, here's the... It, but that's not the point of, like, what we're talking about. The Like, that's we're not arguing whether Dolly Parton's hypocritical about non-binary people right. or what. But it's just that what the fuck is this reaction to that innocuous old lady's interview? Yeah. That Icon's interview who at the beginning admits... She's old and doesn't like she understand. did pretty fucking well for a, a 91 yeah. year old, <laughs> you know, like she did pretty well. And in the context of like Honestly. everything else she has like said, it just feels like we've reached a point like in culture or whatever you want to say, like in our society where like one small thing can be damning, can be damning. Yeah. And I guess that's what everyone talks about when they come to cancel culture. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I don't really but i don't i mean i don't know it just seems crazy it's like dude are you fucking serious it it should not be you should not be that but quick to the, put someone on your little blacklist that's other, so fucked up yeah but, and the other thing though is that like i think it is indicative of kind of what we said before or what i guess what i said before of like there are people on the right or left that are dumb motherfuckers mm. dumb motherfuckers is a ubiquitous category mm-hmm. that encompasses all beliefs Bi- right partisan. you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> no matter where you are there's dumb motherfuckers, dumb motherfuckers involved uh-huh. and so it i think it just shows how like the kind of like well i guess you could say capitalist system that we're in the kind of like system that's perpetually trying to sell us things and add time because you know as you are on a website you are essentially laboring for that website you Mm -hmm. are working for them because the longer you are there the more money they're making it's the same thing with like advertising on tv you're you're an unconsenting laborer right an unconscious laborer in a lot of ways and you're laboring and you're giving them your time for money And and so we realize that that exists on both sides because those are dumb motherfuckers that do that. Those are mm-hmm. dumb motherfuckers that stay on the sites with the pop-ups instead of paying a few bucks a month like for the sites without the pop-ups. And also mm-hmm. the people who pay for it, you know, actually have the money to pay for that website, right? right? So it's like 
There's classism. There's dumb motherfuckerism involved. There's lots of shit going on, right? Right. And also not to say, you know, people that with less money. But I mean, if you want to get new, like podcasts are almost all free and you can educate yourself. I know, but just, it's just, I think it's indicative of where we're going that like people know that like that kind of salacious kind of indictment of somebody's character or is so-and-so actually a good person Mm -hmm. can make them a dollar. That's so so fucked up, right? That's what we're doing. Yeah. They're making money off of this, like making us call into question, is so-and-so a good person? That is so fucked up. Uh-huh. I had a positive gender moment just yesterday. Yeah. Just a little short one. Just um, these two like late 50s women at Smoothie World... Like I was just having a nice interaction with them, just selling them smoothies, but just, I'm really good at customer service. And so then when like, you know, I'm customizing these things, I'm like giving what I'm being charming, you know? So then I hand them their smoothies and they go, Oh, thanks ma'am. Or something like that. And then after a few seconds, the woman said, Hey, sorry if ma'am wasn't the right word to use. I don't (laughs) <laughs> I know, and in my, I had my brain had pinged on it, and it had been like, oh, it's not ideal, but I, I you know, no hard feelings, you know. But I was like, oh my god, thank you, <laughs> thank you, that's so kind. It's breaking my goddamn heart. I was Just, like, oh. truthfully, it is preferable. Like, probably people who look like me probably do prefer not to be called ma'am a lot of the time, um, and like. <laughs> You know, that's so kind of you. And also, thank you. You know, like, I don't hold it against you at all. Like, and this is the kindest thing. And you, like, and it's it's just, it is really nice when, like, people recognize your masculinity, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was like, I recognize you. And, she, and, and I was like, thank you. <laughs> like, she's like, I, and I like whoever you are. I was like, mom, <laughs> you know, like, what are you, what are you, the therapist? What is this? You know, I wanna, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, uh, and then she turned to these people that I was helping next. Cause now of course they'd been waiting a few extra seconds in this moment, just cause she, we were having a small conversation. There was like yeah. a two person line. She's like, she just turned to them. She's like, she is so great at customer service by the way i can't even remember how she put it but it was some kind of like she's just so good at her job and she's just so kind and warm and great like you're gonna love her basically <laughs> i was like thank you well that's a lot of pressure but um and so with these Let's people live up to here. i thanks. just thanks mom <laughs> of course now i can't like have some charming thing with them i went but i mean of course i put their birthday in the thing and give them their points and their discounts and you know i'd yeah. Still flawless customer service, but just I, I, I was like, I'm oh, sorry, You're, we're not going to make a human connection. They were cool. You seem kind of basic. You get it, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> you get what this is, anyway. But it was just a wonderful, like, perfect way. Like someone from that age group, you know what I mean? Like late fifties, Susan and Linda were their names. Dude, old people on the whole, I think it's I don't know. It was so some of sweet. them get it and some of them don't because like I've met, oh, I've been surprised by some like older people. Uh-huh. Like who are just like compassionate and just like, I may not completely understand it, but like I kind of get what I need to do to be a good person and yeah. like I'm a good person, so I'm going to do it. And yeah. So it's just like, like that's just so fucking sweet. <laughs> it felt like, like a warm blanket. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Thank you for being a considerate human being. <laughs> this is really nice. I love that. Yeah. Isn't it a weird experience though? Or n- weird might not be the right word, but for me, it's just been kind of like, yeah, I guess a complex like experience of like having somebody unexpectedly be considerate to you. Mm-hmm. Where you're like so used to like people not being considerate Dude. that like all of a sudden people like are just being like nice and considerate to you. You're like, oh my, thank you. That's, you're just, this is so, that was so fucking nice. This Verizon chick today listened to my problems patiently and was chill. And then she was like, you know what? I can put you on the unlimited loyalty plan. And actually now, cause I've been having this data issue and she's like, actually now you're going to have unlimited data and you're going to pay like 20 bucks less a month. Hell yeah. I was like, okay. (laughs) Okay. But get back to what What? I'm saying though, about people being genuinely compassionate to you out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Anyway, it feels so good. But I'm not even talking about like that. Like that's just her like fucking giving you a thing. I'm talking specifically about like gender and like how like, Like, for me, it's, like, with Jess and Adrian and, like, how I haven't, like, like what I'm doing with my gender hasn't been called into question or hasn't really been a huge subject of conversation. And it's been nothing but, like, affirming, right? Mm -hmm. And it's been crazy what it's done for, like, my (laughs) self-confidence. Where it's like, oh, you just are compassionate and accepting of like who I am and it's not an issue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like been weird to like genuinely engage with that for the first time. We're like, cause I don't, yeah. Yeah. That's so true. And I guess, you know, not to say that people I've dated before haven't like been that way or that the relationships didn't have a potential to go there, but I don't think Mm -hmm. I could have been in that spot or needed to be in that spot where it was like, I feel like now that I'm at this point in my transition, I'm like at a point where it's like, oh, I'm who I am now. Mm-hmm. I feel very much who I am. And so now that I'm like at a more of like a stable stasis area. Other people can I just can be like, with you. Yeah. And, and I can just be with myself with right. other people and like not be thinking about like where I need to be as so far as transition goes. It's like, oh, no, this is just where I'm at. I'm yeah. like at cruising altitude. Cruising. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking. And so I'm able to kind of like engage with that for the That's first exactly time. That's exactly what it feels like. Cruising. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cruising altitude. Yeah. yeah, when you find your, that's <laughs> cool. Yeah, and then having these partner people who, just like, like it doesn't even come up for that. I mean, if I bring it up, it comes up. But other than that, like, mm-hmm. I'm just a human. That's yeah. so nice when you're just a human to people. Like I've never been called hot and like sexy and beautiful so much in my fucking life. <laughs> like yeah. fucking Adrian, just like. It's like anytime I get up naked to move, it's just like a, oh, it's uh-huh. just like, what? You're just fucking hot. It's like, oh, thanks. And it's like, yeah, it reflect. I don't know. I really think there's some sort of truth to like, you know how they talk about, even, even I'm not saying it's like a spiritual thing, but like how people who are prayed over, like when they're in the hospital tend to recover more, mm-hmm. right? I think there is something that like the brain can just recognize like positive words somehow. Uh-huh. Po- sounds totally. cheesy. Positive, positive vibrations. Vibes. Uh-huh. Totally. Mm-hmm. And that it does make you feel better That's and it does change your outlook on totally. life. Like, you know, of course, but I think that it's like singing to plants. Yeah. That makes them grow. Yeah. We totally respond to positive vibes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I think this might be the only episode of Gender Fluids where it's been just like, hey guys, like positive vibes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, what? Life's We're tight. losing f- listeners after this. Just like, oh, I, I came Everyone's here for so aborted baby fetus fetishes. Not We're getting there. Positive. We're getting there. Yeah. <laughs> Give us I'm only one glass of Well, it was a big glass, but one glass of wine in. Um, okay. But yeah, I think there's something to it. But here's the thing. I think there is a dark side to it. What? Like everything, you know, there, every light has a shadow. Um, every rose has a thorn. Mm-hmm. Positive vibes in that positive verbal reinforcement can also have like negative side effects or consequences of like when you are a person who is just a bad person and has bad ideas and you spout them to other bad people <laughs> who have bad ideas and they're like, oh, it feels so good to they hear this re- affirmation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Republicans have a lot of positive vibes. They <laughs> yeah. probably prefer they didn't have bouncing around. <laughs> right. <laughs> like positive vibing on some shit. <laughs> you might uh, regret. <laughs> All right. Good you point. Positive vibes are not always good. Yeah. All right. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> Had to take can't down always, positive vibes. Can't always trust a positive vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Question <laughs> your positive vibes, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Question the source. <laughs> Question your happiness every day. Yeah, Am I that. happy? Yeah. Oh, I, I'm, that's just too dark. <laughs> well, yeah, let's yeah, yeah. do that. Question your positive vibes. Positive vibes, also like a name for a good like 1980s like AIDS awareness band. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love it. Talk about putting that in the TV show. Uh Uh (laughs) If you aren't feeling all right, then you might be having those posy vibes. Posy vibes. You say if you aren't feeling all right. Yeah. (laughs) That's so great. Feeling down, you're probably you're, positive. <laughs> you can have that really shitty 80s keyboard that ding ding ping ding ping ding 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 <laughs> That's fucking <Source. laughs> this thriller. Oh my god! It's like, oh no! Look, and look, we are we're making this now, so all of these actors are actual AIDS patients. We're not, yeah. uh, we're not going to hire a non-trans actor still... to play a trans part. We're not going to play hire a non-AIDS having person to play an AIDS having person. All these these are real AIDS source. You think we all, would? Yeah. You think we would degrade the we AIDS don't have virus the by for the makeup department? <laughs> 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 for being honest, I'm giving the. PR speech that's our real reason <laughs> we can't afford this but <laughs> it's so fucked up it has like one of the highest death rates of like onset death we had to keep switching out the actors they keep dying before we can shoot a music video there's no continuity in a dance crew <laughs> it's just people <laughs> Changing in and Almost out. Almost like there's real zombies. <laughs> Those Someone's people died be, two days later. Someone's like, I think it's a mosaic for the ever-shifting nature of life. It's like, no, they just kept dying. We just had to switch it out. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. oh, oh, God, we're going to hell. <laughs> we're going to hell. 
<laughs> one, I'm cutting all of that out. Well, except for the like, no. I'm leaving in positive vibes. If I'm cutting out the whole expansion on it, because <laughs> we're going to hell for that. That is so bad. Oh, I, I, feel, I feel dirty but refreshed. You were talking about making it authentic with the real AIDS people. I was going to say, don't worry, we still made the lead dancer actually be a pedophile. <laughs> uh, Like, it's weird because I think it seems like every relationship I'm in progressively, I have better and better sex. Yeah, right. I guess it. Is, I guess that makes sense. It's like if you're playing you a sport for years and years more. and years. Yeah, no, but you should have thing. some partners who are somehow like worse. Like it should go like up and down a little bit, but trend up over time, right? But it always seems like it's better with each relationship. But like, well, maybe it's because like you also just get better at picking up people you yeah. know you're gonna vibe with, right? So yeah. like, it's one of the few things that like, because like you spend all of your time doing it almost, right? Not not fucking, but thinking about fucking or dating or mm-hmm. like you know relationships. Yeah. It might not be like a a forethought, but there's like a little it's motor a in the back <laughs> of your head just kind of whirring. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, of course, if you spend that much time like about it, thinking about it. You're going to get better at it. Yeah. True. I mean, look how funny we are. We've only been trying to do it. for. (laughs) 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 You made me lose all my trains of thought, but I was going to say, can we take a little break for a second? Yeah. Any more wine? I need to. Hey guys, if you're listening to this when it comes out, then there's time for me to tell you about the shows that I'm doing in LA. Uh, If you're in the L.A. area, then come out tomorrow night on the 21st. That's Thursday the 21st at 10 p.m. I'm going to be at the Pack Theater doing a show called Set List, which is going to be an improvised stand-up show, so that'll be really fun. On Saturday the 23rd, I'm going to be doing the Good Heroin Show at Stories in Echo Park. That's at 8 p.m. It's one of the best shows in town. Um, on Sunday night at 7 o'clock, I'll be at Golden Hour, which is at Start or 2272 Venice Boulevard. And then at 9 o'clock, I'll be at Chatterbox. On Sunday night, or no, on Monday night, uh, the 25th, I'll be on a show called Comedy Night at 1739 Public House at 10 p.m. So if you have a chance to come out to any of these shows, it'd be awesome to see you. And if you do, uh, let me know that you are a gender fluid listener. Hope to see you there. Like, okay, let me put it this way. This threesome was so good, it cured my hangover. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, because Adrian and I decided to play hooky from work and call him sick to work on Friday. And we essentially went and got, like, an early lunch and just started drinking. And then we just, like, drank for the day. Like, just, like, (laughs) kind of, like, we went to a couple different bars and just, like, Uh had some nice cocktails. We came back here. We like got high. We like it was so not. It was a lovely day. Mm-hmm. We went and watched this queer film at a screening later, mm-hmm. and then we met with uh, Jess. And then, 
But here's the thing between that coming home and going to that screening, we took a nap mm-hmm. and I woke up oh, and I was like, Oh no, like <laughs> I'm not hungover yet, but I'm in the beginning of the hangover. Like I'm coming out of being drunk mm-hmm. and it's like, I'm not going somewhere with booze. I get, I get high before we leave, but then I get hung over mm-hmm. like at the screening. Right. Mm-hmm. And like I popped some might all they had. So I was like, this will fucking caffeine, whatever that's mm-hmm. in it. Oh, it'll help. Mm-hmm. It's got to help. But it was still rough, and like we went and played Scrabble afterwards, and I had a oh. beer, and that kind of like camped it there. down. But uh-huh. I was still, my head was like not cooperating. Mm-hmm. My stomach wasn't cooperating. We get back to Adrian and Jess's place, and like we decide, like, oh yeah, well, does it, everyone kind of wants to either hit or be hit tonight? Like, so far as kink stuff goes, mm-hmm. which for us typically has meant like being flogged and then being spanked. And then this time we incorporated a thing called the dragon's tail, which is like a thick piece of like soft leather, like wound in like a circle, but it goes from thick to thin. And it's kind of like a shorter, like whip. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and like hands, of course, mm-hmm. you know? And then, so we, we were like started off by just like spanking you. Or really it was me getting hit a lot. Mm-hmm. I got spanked. I got put over like Jess's knee and like spanked a lot to like warm me up. Mm-hmm. And like, you're not, <laughs> you're not even able to look at me right now. I know. Why would I be? <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be weirder if I were. <laughs> I, think, I think by this point in our relationship, you would be able to fucking like look me in the eye like an adult and like have this Two conversation. Two people with Asperger's are supposed to look each other in the eyes while one of them tells the other yes, they're getting spanked ex- over yes, that is- some other person's name. Okay. Anywho, you saw us cuddling on the couch when you came in the other day. We were fucking adorable. How, how sweet yeah. that was, that little three-person cuddle. Anywho. Yes. So... Yeah, I put over Jess's lap and warmed up, and then we moved to the bedroom, and then I got flogged. Well, Jess and I got flogged, like, next to each other, like, locked arms, like, kind of kissing some, and then, like, bracing because it hurt and, like, mm-hmm. you know, like, supporting each other, and then we got flogged more, and then we had to play a game. It was so fun, and I was like, Austin, how many times do you think Jess should get hit? <laughs> it's like, fuck. <laughs> like, Jess, how many times Jesus. do you think Austin should get hit? It's like, oh, man. You know, it's like, <laughs> do you go higher or lower than the other person and or like do you like match it or you know uh-huh. so and that was yeah uh-huh. okay. yeah it was it was good it was Interesting. good yeah right mm-hmm. i was all about it like yeah. they had me oh yeah gotcha okay. so and then we like get to like the point where we're all like okay we're all gonna like have more like we're gonna fuck now uh-huh and we ended up, Jess and I ended up spit roasting Adrian. Uh-huh. You know what spit roasting yes. in? So, you know, Adrian's a non-binary vagina person, you know, on all fours. And I'm on the front side, like, uh-huh. they're, like, go, sucking my your, dick. Your female dick is in her Yeah, my girl mouth. cock. Your, ugh. Oh, we're not using the word. Yeah, that's, I like I like girl cock. Your I use woman, girl cock a lot more. Or woman penis. Or is. girl dick. No, I'm not going to. That's that's so, fuck that, dude. Your chick dick. Whatever. Chick dicks. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like I girl cock. I can't say cock. <laughs> really? I can't. That's, it's too sexual of a word to me. I, can't, I just can't. What? Please. You can't say cock. Say cock. I, no, Come I on. don't like doing that. <laughs> just go cock. Cock. There you go. It's fine. I'm not saying I can't. I'm just I'll saying say I prefer cock. not to just say it casually. Uh, whatever. Okay. Well, I'm calling it my girl cock. So my girl dick. Or mm-hmm. just dick. Dick works too. So my, but yeah, so they're fucking going down on my dick. And 
was fucking them from behind. And it was just like, just like so attractive. And I've never really seen her fuck Adrian like that before. Mm-hmm. And like Adrian's sitting there and Adrian's just got these like fucking arms and shoulder and neck and back that are just like sculpted. And we just have this like one light on like this like low yellow light mm-hmm. that's just like casting a show shadow over Adrian's back and then like up onto like Jess and I was just like holy shit like <laughs> who fuck like just like thank you to whoever in the universe is responsible for putting me here I would like to thank every- I can't thank you enough because it was like I don't one I was like so, so fucking hard like harder than I'd been in a long time since taking Viagra I guess and then two like but you weren't taking Viagra no mm-hmm. and like blowjobs typically like aren't my favorite thing even though adrian is far and wide like the best person that's like gone down on me before Mm -hmm. like they can fucking get me up and keep me up pretty well Mm -hmm. and so it's just like i was so goddamn hard and they were they had been wanting to get spit roasted for so long that like they got really into the blowjob and like jess it was a fantasy of hers like she we're both into this thing called food tanari uh, Fudinari, and it's like it's essentially like she male or like trans lady, like hentai, right? She male is like a bad word, but like if you Google she male hentai, really it's like Fudinari shit, right? You're okay. getting into it's just like pretty girls with like fucking big dicks, okay? Um, <laughs> gotcha. pretty girls with big dicks is like a good shorthand way to like describe mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can see it. It's, a, it's oftentimes like called like FUTA, F-U-T-A. Gotcha. Yeah, it's spelled F-U-T-A-N-A-R-I, Fudanari. So, uh, but it's just like a on the other side. Like there was this mo or fuck, I said I said her name. Maybe I'll, just, yeah. I'll bleep it out. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so Jess on the other side uh, was like, we, there was this moment where we were thinking about switching positions or switching roles. Like she would come to the front and I would go to the back. But then, and I like kind of, I kind of like leaned back, you know, and like took my dick out of Adrian's mouth. And there was just like this thick, like fucking throat slobber. <laughs> you can't even look at me again. It's so great. Mm-hmm. There's just this, like thick fucking throat slobber all down like my fucking dick. Right. Mm-hmm. And there was even like a little like spit bubble on it right there. And I was just like, we were talking. I was like, oh, holy shit. And I like took my finger and I like kind of moved it. Like it was so thick it didn't pop. And like I kind of moved up and like down like the bottom of my shaft. And I'm like, Jess was like, oh, fuck, that's so hot. Oh, fuck, I can't. I'm okay. I'm just going to like just finish. I'm just going to come now and just like finish. Fucks Adrian. Adrian just immediately starts sucking my dick again. I was just like, who directed this porno that I'm in? Like, I'm not having to do anything right now. I'm just like literally sitting here just be like, holy shit, this is all just happening to me. And it's this like beautiful one. I, uh, like, it was like, yeah, it was like, like some sex where like afterwards all of us were like, holy shit, like, that was amazing. Like that was some like nexus of like everyone kind of being on the same level experience wise and vibe wise and like this like relationship dynamic that's like going on and all these like different feelings and like all and then just the lighting and we're all attractive and like, oh, it was. Yeah. Hats off to the chefs of the universe because that shit was like art, you know, (laughs) Man, life is good sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I'm for you. That was another one of those moments that was like super affirming for me though, because it was like 
I didn't, you know, and it's been a thing for a while. I haven't been as conscientious about like how I look and am perceived and act like when I'm fucking people. Mm-hmm. Right. Because really, because I guess like, I have like Jess is like a kind of example of somebody who's like, Oh, like you like, yeah, you're, I, I don't know to me, like they're like a very attractive trans person and like, they also have bigger arms, but it's like, but I kind of like, I see in them like a beauty that I didn't see in myself before, but I was like, Oh, but if you have this thing, then mm-hmm. I also like have this thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And also like the confidence with which like she carries herself. It's like, Oh fuck. Like that's easily translatable to me. Like, why am I not doing that? Right. Yeah. You know? Um, and then when that's like in a sexual situation, it's like very freeing mentally. Mm-hmm. It's a thing where I don't, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I, I'm finally able to like be present in my own body for a extended period of time and not like get caught up in like a, well, am I fucking them too masculinely? Cause mm-hmm. like, is this like a way of do folks? And it's like, no, just shut up and like, just do what you're going to do. Like, mm-hmm. don't worry about it. And I don't, and I don't have to now. Right. And to, yeah yeah a whole new world yeah it's losing crazy that, losing that self-consciousness about gender is great yeah oh you know what else we need to talk about that texas law about dildos let's save that for okay. a minute um, Let's get some legal advice before we get on there and get high and brazen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, legal trouble. Dude. Um, fucking fruit. Have we done that? What? You know, people who like rub peaches on their dicks and stuff. That's a thing. I mean, I guess that happens in that book. What book? Call Me By Your Name. I've never read it. Well, there's a scene where he fucks a peach and then, or he fucks, he like masturbates into a peach and then he comes in there and then his boyfriend or whatever comes in and eats the peach coming all. Oh, that's hot. Yeah. Dude, that's that's so hot. Even I had, even I was like, this is hot despite everything. Oh, I like Creamsicle that. imagery that they're uh-huh, oh, peaches and cream, whatever. That turns me the fuck on. Damn. Yeah, it was well written too. Mm. I'm not reading that book now. No, it's a pretty good book. I mean, I just thought it was like some movie about some gay boys. So I was like, no, well, I'm not going to watch it or lot, read it. It's there's like, a lot of yammering on about his feelings, but there's some hot shit in there. It's kind of like Brokeback Mountain, but better. Okay. Because uh-huh. like, I'm like, look, dude, I... It, you have to really sway me to watch a movie about like two like gay boys in a small town. It's like, I get it. No, I get this it. is it's sexy because it's Italy. And like, and okay, I'm about it's, that. It's, it's a sexy book. It's a sexy little book. In case you were wondering what kind of book it was, yeah. it's a sexy little book. Okay, good. <laughs> it's like, you were bullied. <laughs> I can just remember that, you know? So No, no, no. This is just a hot, um, hot little book. I'm about that. Mm-hmm. But I hadn't thought of it. I mean, that's a good way. To, I'd never thought. That's a good way to get me into fucking fruit, though. Yeah. It's like, I'd never thought about it because I guess I always imagined them as too citrusy. Mm-hmm. But a peach. But yeah, peaches are so peach. tiny. Am I just gonna? No, I guess you can. Like, there are bigger, juicier peaches. Like it all depends. Gotta just find like a big fat peach and fuck it, or like yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I could. Yeah. I could do that. I could see that. I'm trying to think. Maybe. I don't. 
I don't think, I think, did I fuck a pumpkin? No, I didn't fuck a pumpkin. Pumpkin, like one of those little ones, little miniature pumpkin? I think I tried to fuck some, <laughs> I have like a vague memory of trying to fuck a, some sort of like gushy <laughs> something squash. at one point. <laughs> well, because I think I saw a movie or something where some, not American Pie where he fucks like the pie, but like, oh, I fucked bananas before. That's what I've done. You just kind of mush it onto your dick? No, no, no. I, uh, you take it and you put it in the microwave for like. <laughs> <laughs> you wait, like, you peel the banana and then no, 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 no. the whole thing. Whole. Okay. Take the banana. Maybe like put a couple slits in it just in case. But you put it in the microwave okay. for like five, ten seconds. You know, just, just warming the outside really. Okay. Then you cut the edge of it. Uh-huh. Cut one in, and then you like toothpaste to the rest of the banana out or you can kind of oh, cut a slit and pull the banana out and then you, you have made a, a flashlight and then, yeah and you have a warm sleeve and then you fuck the banana oh. sleeve oh given i was I, doing do, this I when bet i was monkeys like 13 oh for sure <laughs> microwaves though but if we give them microwave <laughs> i think my dick might be too big now i guess i could yeah. get a really big banana no it wouldn't really be you could get some dick fucking yeah so, but yeah, so I have Shit. fucked a fruit before. I hadn't Can we find about some that. porn of people fucking bananas, make make microwaving bananas and fucking them? Oh, for sure, Let's, we could find that. Okay, I want to watch that. Okay, we'll look that up in a minute. Let's okay. keep on this fruit thing for a minute, and we'll end with us finding okay. banana porn. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah, for damn, I had not thought about that in years. I remember it now. Yeah, it was back when I lived in Bonham, though. So yeah, oh wow. Man, I also used to. I I used to you like fuck yourself have to, for the banana. You can fuck. Yeah, a I used to hide oh. a banana in the back of the freezer and get it real cold and fuck myself with it. Yeah, they are androgynous. They are they're they go both ways, don't the they? Banana is a wonderful fruit. Yeah, wow. It tastes great. You can fuck, fuck yourself, yourself with, with it, it, or you can fuck it. Did you know if you put a banana in your asshole, it will make you shit yourself? <laughs> the the amount of potassium and shit in it, it's like an intense diuretic. Oh crap! And yeah. so people who have like shitting themselves like fetishes and like are into shitting themselves are like will like shove Use bananas banana. up their asshole like a raw banana, not mm-hmm. cold, like a raw banana or two. Just wait, and, skin or no skin? No skin. You just kind of. But you, you pretty, put it pretty raw, free- so oh, you do put it in the freezer. You're supposed to like, yeah, not the freezer, the fridge, right? Because the, the freezer's okay. too cold. The fridge is like <laughs> just the right temperature, and like, uh, yeah, you, get it just for, you want to get like a so slightly raw banana, right, pretty raw, <laughs> pretty raw, <laughs> <laughs> and then you put it in the fridge. Yeah, and then you okay. shove it up your ass. Uh-huh. That way you can shit it out. Oh man. <laughs> chocolate banana chocolate frozen bananas because some people want to shit themselves without actually shitting themselves yeah right so because like some it's like like think about it's like okay i could get into the idea of it but like the smell of shitting yourself and the cleanup like that's an adult shit in in a room right like no room you're in is going to contain that smell (laughs) so it's like what if we're gonna what if we want to shit ourselves and (laughs) not have to deal with that so what is it and also what if you want to yeah so like you just like make sure you're clear like you would normally right Uh and then you can use a banana or two or whatever however many i guess you could fit in yourself Uh to like shit yourself with quote unquote but you're supposed to put it in there and like try and keep it as long as you can i guess or maybe not i don't know i guess it's really dealer's choice at that point okay. you know you're kind of living you your own a, dream put a banana <laughs> inside yourself and, and then you shit it out later yeah okay but ha- like as opposed to just shit someone like fucking waiting. you in, in your butt and pulling something out 
You're like shoving it all the way up in there or something. Yeah, like you're supposed to like plug yourself with a banana. <sighs> also, apparently marshmallows work as a diuretic too. Like you can supposedly like push a bunch push of like push marshmallows. Yeah, a bunch of marshmallows in your butt out. and all that. Sh- you have to be careful though of the sugar rush. But Shit. like, yeah, like the people who put but, vodka tampons into their butts got too drunk. <laughs> like you get too much of a sugar rush. But like, I feel like marshmallows would be way more. How of a come fucking more problem. kids aren't fucking aren't putting marshmallows up their butt for highs? Then is it's it like not a high. You would just oh. shit yourself. Oh, yeah. Unless you put a fuck ton and then you get a sugar rush, like a fuck. Oh. Like, but you know, it's like I guess you have diabetes. You need to be careful with that. Like, yeah, kids, don't be sticking marshmallows up your no. butt very often. One at a time, every now and then. <laughs> Just <Tops. death. laughs> if you're curious about shitting yourself, it seems like an okay it's way a to safe go. Safe exploration, you know. Just try one a marshmallow. marshmallow every now and then. Is that <laughs> is an acceptable thing for for a seventeen year old, sixteen year old? I don't know yeah. if we can advocate for sixteen or whatever. You know. Yeah, what, let's not. Feel, feel out, feel out what you're saying. Yeah, 18. <laughs> wink. 18 wink. <laughs> <laughs> Gender fluid uh, sexual exploration uh, age guidelines. Yeah. This has been another NPR production out of Safe Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's KFUX. Peace. Ciao. I'm Janish Meeting, a native writer and comedian, and I'm thrilled to announce that my podcast, Woman of Size, has found a permanent home on the Hoo-Ha-Ha Network. On Woman of Size, I talk to artists, writers, activists, and thinkers about their big-ass lives, their big-ass experiences, and their big asses. Woman of Size is plus size, Latina, flawed, curvy, curvy, thick queen, queer, fat, black, disabled. So come take up space and subscribe to Woman of Size on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. Be big, baby. This has been a Hoo Ha Ha Podcast. <laughs>